Zeke, how are you today? Still alive and kicking. You got anything interesting? Got a funny story over the weekend from Father's Day? I do. I think you'll like this. I can't wait. Well, you know, Father's Day was pretty rainy for us, but there were a couple of breaks in uh, the action, so to speak. And at one point, um, I took both the kids out. You know, we were going to go for a little walk through the neighborhood, get some fresh air and whatnot. So we're heading down toward the street, uh, look at the kids and tell the boy, man, you know, you can just smell the fresh rain in the air, you know, just that, that odor. He's like, uh-huh, daddy, I smell that rain. He's like, uh-huh. So we're going on about our walk. And uh, at some point I ended up uh, ripping a little ass. All of a sudden, Charleston just goes, daddy, all I smell is fart. <laughs> everyone my name is john edwards and with me as always is zeke baker and together we make the dad's drinking bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us a part of your day and i hope each and every one of you that is a dad dog dad fish dad kid dad had a great father's day and zeke i hope you had a great father's day as well i did like i say the weather was uh not the best, but, you know, fun day with the kids. That's uh, all that matters into the day. It, it wasn't stuck working, so I'm not going to complain. I feel like you and I were not on the top of our game this year as far as Father's Day goes. I think, like, typically I'd be like, all right, everybody show your dad's drinking bourbon glasses or, you know, we're going to do a big giveaway. And I just feel like with everything going on, I dropped the ball. And I say that because I know you weren't going to do anything for it. So I'm sorry to every single one of you listening. I should have done something more. Well, actually, I didn't think about it once or twice. (laughs) A, you know, when we did our sticker on the turkey, we didn't throw Father's Day in there at all like we did last year. Oh, well, sorry. I did laugh thinking about the Penelope folks and how (laughs) they've said between the batches. They're like, oh, shit, we forgot to do this. And, And, you know, continuity. Oh, and then the other thing was, you know, the Knob Creek came in too. And I mean, any free time I've had, man, between work and life and then boxing up bottles, I've just been busy. I mean, the past few weeks have been hell. I know, totally agree with you. We we had the Wolfpack pick come in after the smoked turkey. There's been a whole bunch of other stuff going on. My daughter's getting surgery tomorrow. It's just been a crazy few weeks for us, but I swear we will do something to make it up and we will figure out something in the summer. We'll do like Will Smith's summertime blowout and do a giveaway or something. We'll figure it out. <laughs> all on you, bud, all on you. If a lot of you think Zeke sounds better tonight, I secretly went to the B&B and I dropped off samples for him and I changed the little knob in the front that has the direction of the microphone and the way that it is actually going. So Zeke should sound a little bit clearer and not like he's on the phone tonight. So everybody give Zeke a a virtual round of applause for sounding better. We're happy you're here, buddy. (laughs) We'll see how this turns out. For the people that think you have a sexy voice, and there's a lot of women that are listening to our show that think you have a very sexy voice, they must be drinking something funky. Do you have anything you want to say to these fans that listen to our show just to hear your voice? Well, I did have actually a good one. I won't take up too much time. That's one of my buddies hits me up on Sunday. He's like, hey, man, my wife's got a you know a fellow MD resident something. Anyway, needs a bottle for some event. 
And he's like, yeah, you know, something that's, uh, you know, kind of rare, but not too expensive. And I was like, yeah, man, you know, it's kind of a, you know, catch 22, like anything that's not overly expensive, but is perceived as being rare. You know, the whole notion of it, they don't sit on shelves. They're not easy to find. Like that, that's what goes along with it, you know, i.e. Weller or whatnot. He was like, yeah, I guess you got a point there. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you want me to send you something or find you something? I can, but like, don't hit me up for, hey, man, I need something that's not expensive, but also rare. Like that's the shit everybody wants and you can't find it. You know, I'll hit up my local and see if they have anything. He messages me back about 30 minutes. He's like, yeah. So I went to the counter, you know, just to kind of explain to them what I, you know, I told you I was looking for. Hmm, they had Weller 12. Get Let me get a bottle for 40 bucks. I was like, damn, son, you better go buy a lotto ticket. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, Grant's my buddy out in Denver, so it wasn't local. And before anybody attempts to ask me what store it was, I will not tell a soul except for Nate for obvious reasons. But ain't that some shit, though? You know, obviously, something like that is going to happen in Denver, opposed to anywhere around here or anywhere in the South. That's the only place where you can find that stuff. Yeah, I laughed. I mean, I literally have never bought Weller 12 from a store. He's just going to walk up in some store and be like, hey, man, I was wondering if you could do me a solid, hook me up with a bottle for a buddy of mine as a present. Sure, son. Here's your Weller 12. (laughs) (laughs) Think about how good this guy is. He's actually going to give that bottle as a present, too. No, I mean, the only one I think I've bought, you know, somebody got me in CNS and I gave one of my boys from back home for Christmas one year. But the whole notion of it, I was like, this shit really just happened to him? Like, man. I remember that because when you got it, you said... Do not give John one. It was one of your boys who said, hey, I found some Weller 12 on a shelf. And you specifically said, I want to give one as a present. Please do not give one to John. (laughs) Yes. If you all think I'm lying, I have that saved somewhere as a Facebook message because that's how it came in. Zeke just said, I'll take a bottle. Do not give a bottle to John. And then I said, you sure you don't have a bottle? And Zeke's like, absolutely. By no means. Like. You're my boy. You're not John's boy. Give the bottle to me. I'm going to give it as a gift. (laughs) Hey, man, I got priorities. Anyways, before we actually really get into everything, want to let you know tonight's show is sponsored by CastCartel.com, changing the industry standard as to how you get your alcohol. It is totally a convenience play. If you're like Zeke, you're hanging out at night. You don't want to get up, go to the store, or you're working all the time. Zeke goes on like 12-day stretches where he doesn't have a day off and he's just working all the time and can't get to the store. He can sit on his phone, go to castcartel.com, and get all of his favorites shipped to him directly. His daily drinkers are going to be reasonably priced, but obviously being a convenience thing, if you want something more allocated, that's going to cost a little bit more. Go to castcartel.com, see for yourself. They are like the Amazon and the spirits industry. They hook up retailers to you so that you can be lazy and get whiskey shipped directly to your door. They have other spirits too. Follow them on Instagram at castcartel. They're always doing awesome giveaways on there for their people. Zeke. So what's up, big cat? You got a couple of good rambles out of me. Let's uh, uh shift gears, so to speak. I got a bunch of good rambles out of you. I don't have much to talk about, but doing a little bit more golfing than normal. I know that's been pissing you off, but no, it's good. I have a, a big golf tournament this weekend. I'm excited about. I'm going to be golfing Friday and Saturday and then two days, two days. What? Yeah. 36 holes. How did you swing this? It's a long story. I'll tell you offline. Sheesh. 
So, I got my PR people or something. You have some work cut out for you to get two days in a row. <sighs> you know, because Zeke won't let me get Weller 12, I said, let's drink a Japanese whiskey. And this was sent to us from Kamiki. So thank you, everyone at Kamiki, for sending this our way. I will mention first that Zeke normally does not like scotch or Japanese whiskey. So this is a big test. I'm more of a scotch drinker than Zeke, but this is a big test. If you get Zeke to like this, and this is known to anybody who sends this stuff our way, that Zeke will probably not like it. I took one whiff of this and I said, I don't think this is Zeke's jam. So this is a ramble for you, Zeke, but it's all about you. So I don't think this is Zeke's jam. So Zeke proved me wrong. This is from the Helios Distillery. It ranges from $50 to $70, depending on where you get it. It's 100% malted barley, 48% ABV, 96 proof. There is a second process where it is finished in Japanese cedar. So it is a cedar that is indigenous to Japan. Japanese cedar is also known for its pleasant fragrance and soft texture that help calm the mind and the body. It is considered to be the best wood for making local drink casks because of the scented, refreshing flavor and wooden aroma. This actually gives a scent of sandalwood on the nose and a zest of green tea in the finish. The Japanese cedar is Yoshino Shuji, most commonly known in English as the Japanese cedar. So another fun thing about this is that Kamiki is inspired by the beautiful breezes coming from the mountain of the god. We named our whiskey Kamiki. Kami means God and Iki means breath. So this is God's breath. Good name. Good name, right? I'm uh, I'm intrigued about the the Japanese cedar. I will say that much. I wonder how uh how it compares and I guess kind of pulls rank towards, you know, the Mizanara, since that's at least the one I'm most familiar with of what I've seen or heard of. And I immediately thought of a Mizunara and I wondered what something that wasn't 100% barley would taste like if it was in this Japanese cedar. There is a version of this. This is the Kamiki Maltage, and it's an exclusive version of Kamiki aged longer in cedar casks for intense taste lovers. I kind of want to see what that one tastes like, but we don't have it. I mean, I would say this is fairly intense. If I'm just going off nose, especially, it, it, it jumps for, what'd you say, 94 proof, 96 proof? Yeah, 96 proof. And I'd kind of have to guess that the cedar must not be as expensive as Mizunara, just based on able to sell the bottle at, you know, 50 to 70 a pop. If, if nothing else, I would applaud that, at least from what I've seen of most of the Japanese whiskeys. It's kind of where my, even the ones that I've liked, you know, to a fair degree, then you get the price tag. It's like, ah, I didn't like it quite that much. Sorry. As I'm looking online, I'm seeing some of the stuff for the intense wood, about a hundred bucks. It's still 48% ABV, 96 proof. Interesting. Very interesting. what do you think about this whiskey Zeke Baker? Well, I will say it's also not maybe quite my jelly either. There is a difference. Nose wise. Um, I mean, honestly, when you were talking about this whole in, intense cast kind of thing, I'm like, damn, like this thing already screams out of the Glen Karen with, you know, a quarter of an ounce in here. Put down very strong smoke. My first thought, revisiting to it and kind of, you know, soaking it all in, so to speak. 
it seemed to me kind of like a forest after the sun's gone up, but not all the way up, and just like a faint mossy linger. Not strong, but it's there, and the, the wood on your trees have already kind of dried out, and you can smell the, the bark on those as well. I am just going to stop you because I think we should take this one piece by piece rather than jump all the way through. And I couldn't agree with you more for an assessment there. I mean, it's smoky, but there is something, you know, when you talk about the forest and it's not like piney, it's something like if you're walking through the forest and you are deep in the forest, you take a big inhale you'd know because to me it was like 9 or 10 a.m like the sun's been up some most of the dew's been cooked off the wood's fairly dry and there's just enough that kind of mossy linger just to make you feel like the the, the woods and that's where i really went with it i'm more of like the 8 45 to 9 in the morning <laughs> but i get what you're saying the other thing about this that i would mention too is there's almost like a light fruit where i know you're getting the moss but it's got like the way I could describe it is if you ever take a nose of scotch and you go, oh, this smells and tastes like band-aids. It's so close to where it would get into that realm, but it just veers left at the last minute and smells more like an apricot or fruit rather than going right into the band-aid territory. But it's like along the same path. It's that peat, that smoked peat that is getting you to a certain spot, and then it veers. Yeah, I laugh because I think at least for me, more times than not, I get the association with the mothball kind of smell more than I do a Band-Aid, but that's just me. Same type of thing. It's like, what is it triggering you? And there's something that's always kind of there that is a little funky for a scotch and a, a Japanese whiskey. What'd you get on the taste on this, Chief? So palate wise uh has a slight warmth and tingle about it especially right at the tip of the tongue i liked it it it, it held you know throughout the tasting i don't know just, i thought it was very unique and and the, the sensory perception of it was uh unique I, i've got chicory question mark i feel like that's what i was getting to a, a fair degree when you say chicory i have a question mark what do you mean by that chicory i don't know popped in my head I'm Googling this. Chicory is a flowering plant in the dandelion family that is characterized by a tough, hairy stem, light purple flowers, and leaves that are commonly used in salad. Chicory Mm. coffee tastes similar to coffee, but has a flavor that's often described as slightly woody and nutty. There you go. The woody. So this one gave you a woody there, buddy? (laughs) I didn't say that by any means. I put a question mark. I wasn't 100% certain on it. I just felt like, again, coffee's where I got chicory from, not the flour. Diving in and letting it sit a little bit more, just a a better malt expression was what I really picked up. I kind of equated it in my head to if you took a Whopper, you know, chocolate-covered malted ball, and just put like the most dark chocolate you could find over it and reduce the amount of malt middle probably by half or more it increased the chocolate that much that was uh in my head playing around kind of where i went to towards the very back end if i was being generous i would say that it has a very faint tart fruit likeness to it possibly an orange or even a grapefruit rind where maybe it's kind of like what you got more in the nose you know, it's one of those things where you taste it, you're, you're definitely tasting more of the rind than a, a sweeter version of, of the contents of the middle. Funny enough, I agree with you. The only place I would add something is I really think it was smoky. 
the finish on this one just lingers and lingers and lingers. If this stuff is your jam, if you like Japanese whiskey, you like scotch, and maybe you want to pair it with a cigar, this one is going to linger for a long time. I feel like the finish never goes away. Very, very much agreed. <laughs> I mean, I, I put that down. It's a very tacky finish that just hangs well. Because literally, it's like it's just stuck to your tongue and mouth. And agree 100%. If this is your jam, man, this to me seems like it would be a quality pour, especially at the price point. Not going to hurt you there either. One other thing, check your glass. Because at least for me, I mean, this thing doesn't even have legs. I've just got like multiple places to where there's literally just whiskey just stuck to the glass. Like little little dots or specks almost. I have small legs, but they're certainly not as long as they normally are but is there liquid just holding to the sides of the glass and like not running down i mean there's no gravity in it yeah no i have a line that goes around where it was originally poured and then there's Mm -hmm. like little teeny tiny legs but they haven't connected from the line where it was originally poured to where the the liquid is sitting now in the bottom of the glass yeah i mean i don't really remember ever seeing that and it's not a part of our notes generally but as i was sitting here looking at the glass i'm like damn like it's just hanging just like the finish does i don't know <laughs> interesting to say the least so what's your final verdict on this here bud it's not my cup of tea by any means i think we probably had a, a fair guess at that going in but i would say to the people that you know enjoy japanese whiskeys or scotches from all the ones I've tasted and people are like, oh, you got to try this one. It's great. It's great. It's my favorite. I feel like this has got to be right in that same, you know, comfort zone, sweet spot, whatever you want to call it. And at, you know, a price of, you said 50 to 70 bucks, that's not bad. And, you know, like I said, the finish, man, front to back, it offers, I think, all you would want. The nose pops, comes at you real strong. Palette's good. Finish hangs. I mean, front to back, it delivers I may not necessarily like what it delivers, but it does its damn job. And then some. I would agree with you on that. I probably would keep this to a bar. I would have it when I'm going and actually like having a cigar someplace. I think this would pair very, very well with the cigar. That finish just lingers on and on. I will tell you that I do like scotch. I I do like some Japanese whiskey. Uh, This is a solid pour at 50 to 70. The reason I'm going to say bar on this, I'm very intrigued now about this Japanese cedar. That's where I don't want to just stop on this one and say, all right, I found this. I'm ready to go. I want to try that intense. I want to know what bourbon tastes like finishing Japanese cedar. I'm like, is this a cheaper alternative to Mizunara more distilleries could use in the U.S.? Are we going to see something that potentially could come back over this way where we're taking some Japanese cedar and putting some bourbon in it and seeing what happens? I would really like to see that. That's interesting. I mean, the notion that you're now uh, in search of intense wood. I just need to know what it tastes like. It's like one of those things where, yeah, yeah, you got me there. Good job. I knew what you were doing. You think I didn't know? (laughs) You played into it. Way better than I ever could have imagined. Well, that's why I knew what you were doing. I figured I'd give you the joke. Oh, man. Oh, I'm, I'm good. I mean, I, I kind of ripped on you earlier, so I figured I should just give you the joke here. I just need to know what it tastes like. Oh, I need to know what intense wood tastes like. Are you happier now? <laughs> ah, good times right there. 
So I am just really interested to see what this would taste like, what that intense wood is going to taste like opposed to what this is. And I just have a lot of questions, but no, I mean, it's a, Definitely a, a a new fold into the mix that I don't think either one of us saw coming, and I, I'm equally as intrigued as well. And obviously, we'd want to see what other spirits you know, in one of these barrels would would come out like. Totally agree. So go ahead and find Kamiki, try it for yourself. Let us know what you think. And also want to let you know our friends at Premium Bar Products are the only place you can go to get a dad's drinking bourbon, official Glencairn glass. They also have other glasses there that you can engrave as well and bar tools, all sorts of cool stuff. They have the neat glass, the two glass, a whole slew of different glens, the Canadian glen, the wee glen, the regular glen, the distiller's tasting glass. Go ahead and go to premiumbarproducts.com. See for yourself if you are a bourbon group or a distillery and you want a bigger order, you you have enough for a wholesale order, reach out to me. I'll get you in touch with them. We'll get you a little better pricing there at premiumbarproducts.com. The folks can find us, Dad's Drinking Bourbon, on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dad's, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Join our Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Find us wherever you download our podcast. Leave us an open and honest review like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. And oh, by surprise for you, I didn't even use the mic this time, buddy. This is just straight MacBook. Really? <laughs> well, you do sound better. Sometimes you can't get any worse. Cheers. Ciao.